All right, here we go. The next episodes of the Musings of Dirtbag Duke. I think this is take number six or seven. I hope you're doing well, staying healthy and safe out there. Uh, Wanted to give you a couple of quick uh, recommendations here. Non-solicited, of course, recommendations, but based on some uh, some of my personal experiences. Uh, First of all, the the big thing is is um, you know, guys, when we when I talked about investing in yourself a, a couple of episodes ago and taking care of yourself. I think one of the areas I think it's really important to to invest in yourself in and, and is having a good pair of drawers, uh, making sure every day that uh, you have a comfortable, uh, great pair of drawers that um, that, that uh, fit well, that uh, feel well and comfortable. And for me personally, I've, I've really... Um, enjoyed having the Tommy Johns. I bought several pairs of them. I, I really like them. They're comfortable. They're they're great to wear, um, and they have several different styles and and fabrics and things that they offer there. And for me right now, the the biggest ones are the second skins. I wear those every day. Those are daily, you know, ones I just wear on a daily basis. Um, they're comfortable. They're lightweight. They're um, very breathable. They're um, just soft, and they don't bulk up. Uh, or bunch up on you um, under your uh, pants, whether it be jeans or dress pants or uh, anything like that. They're just a, a comfortable uh, ones that just wear on a on a normal daily basis. And then on the weekends, uh, or if I'm you know kind of active or you know out and about and on the move, want something with maybe a little bit more uh, comfort and um, kind of a almost like a compression feel. Um, a little bit, you know, firm, uh, tighter feel, I guess, or grip around your legs, and then good support for the boys. I, I switch over to the uh, to the go anywhere. So, for me, th- those two are the pair that are the best. I would recommend going on their website, um, checking it out, seeing what would be good for you. But uh, you know, I've, I've like I said, I've really enjoyed them. Had them for I don't know, probably going on two years now, and just really been. Uh, great pairs of, of uh, underwear to wear. Uh, like I said, just they don't bunch up. They they don't, um, you know, f- make it uncomfortable in any way. They're they're great material, um, pretty durable. Uh, so I definitely want to. That gives you the, I guess, the Duke thumbs up right there is uh, uh, the Tommy Johns. And another thing that's really helped, and and I'm and again, it's been a, a little bit of investment and um, had had. Um, been wanting to, to try one of these for a long time, and, and about I don't know a year ago or so, I finally invested in one, and that's one of those massage guns. Um, they are excellent at really kind of helping you with sore muscles and and tight muscles uh, after um, you know physical activity, whether it be riding or running or you know whatever it is you that you do, lifting things like that. It's just um, just been a real um, quality product, a great. Uh, product to have and enjoyed the heck out of them. Uh, and so what I've done is I've um, done a little bit of research and, and, you know, you can, you can spend as little or as much as you want on those. You know, I think mine was about the $80 range, found it on sale, kind of a flash sale at, at Amazon. And I had the, I think it's the Toloco, T-O-L-O-C-O uh, gun and massage gun. And it does a great job. It comes with uh, several different, uh, um, attachments that you can put on it, um, you know, something a little bit softer to, um, you know, harder plastics and, 
and they do a good job of really just getting out those knots and and going digging into some of those sore muscles and I think it's helped me in my recovery process especially as I get older um, it becomes a little more difficult to recover but um, having a product like this really gets in there massages those muscles you know gets into there um, it's great on your back um, legs for me and uh, shoulder but you know just really a, a great um, product to invest your money in um, if you're looking at trying to f- recover quickly from some of those uh, made you know bigger um, bike rides or runs or you know if you're landscaping or doing a lot of lawn work or whatever uh, you have no sore tired muscles um, it's a great way for you to uh, recover and and now I want to kind of transition over to some you know common sense things I guess I could say or lack of it a um, couple big things on on the in the news here. Um, one being um, Tua, the quarterback there at Miami. Um, if you're a football fanatic or fan, you know that uh, he got injured on Sunday, uh, left the game for a little bit, came back, uh, went into the game or started the game yesterday, got a major hit, um, serious um, situation. And so, you know, now there's a lot of, of talk and discussion about you know, the protocol and what happened on there. And for me personally, again, being a football fan, I think um, not so much of pro, but college, but also, but in general football and, and being an, you know, an Alabama fan and, and following his career there at Alabama, you know, there's no, A, there was no reason why he should have ever went back into that game on Sunday. No, no good reason at all. And I'm not telling you anything that's not being said out there right now, but it doesn't make any sense. Um, why that he went back into that game and therefore he should have even been, uh, I don't think, playing in, in this game last night. And in my opinion, I think that it's in his best interest just to walk away, just to just to end his career, retire right now, and not continue on. Um, it just doesn't make any sense to have two major head injuries like that. And I know that there's other players that have gone on, but knowing what we know now about some of these head injuries and the severities of them, um, it just doesn't make sense in the long term for him to continue to put your life at risk, um, you know, to play to play football. And again, I, I enjoy going to games. I enjoy watching it. Uh, I like the the impact and speed of the game. Uh, but there's, I think, some time where there needs to be some common sense and say, "Hey, this is this is enough. Enough's enough," and just to walk away while you still can walk. And I think that you're going to find, uh, yes, there's mistakes that were made for sure. The, the, there's no reason why that he should have ever cleared any protocols uh, on Sunday. And there's probably a good enough reason to say that he shouldn't have been starting. If that's the case, then he shouldn't have been probably starting uh, last night. And a lot of finger pointing and whatnot going on. But uh, needless to say, I think that, you know, in the end, the best interest would have been to, again, take his helmet, not let him go back in. Um, and, the, you know, I, I, knowing what, what I know now, I didn't at the time re- realize the severity of it. So it's easy to go back as a, you know, uh, armchair quarterback um, looking back at it and saying, well, but no, I think based on what I've seen in that video, then right there, right now, that he should not have been back in that game. And the other piece of it on the, the common sense piece, I don't understand why people were 
traveling to Florida to, I've heard several stories of people traveling to Florida because of vacation homes and whatnot, and they wanted to ride it out down there um, and wanted to, I guess, enjoy that experience per se. But I don't understand why the floodwaters that they were predicting, why that you would take that chance. Seen several videos of houses being moved, and common sense tells you they probably shouldn't have been down. They should have evacuated when, when most of the of the uh, residents down there had. Uh, many hadn't, but many had. You know, went ahead and and left, and so it doesn't make sense why that if if people were trying to leave out of there, why you would, um, if you had the means to um, stay out of there because you don't live there regularly, it make it only makes sense to say that, man, it's probably not a good idea. And the other thing was, I don't understand why people were trying to drive out when there was four or five feet of floodwaters out there. It didn't make any sense why people were trying to drive. Seen videos of people being rescued because they were out driving. You know, why would you think that was a good idea to try to evacuate or leave or move or whatever? Um, because either way, it's, it just doesn't make any, it's not smart. Unfortunately, they were rescued, but I guess they felt like that was maybe the lesser of two evils that they were going to try to get out of there and get to higher ground. But again, why didn't you, you know, evacuate in the first place? And it's easy to say from thousands of miles away here in Iowa that, you know, that that was a smart idea, but it wasn't a smart idea, I should say, to stay. But I think, you know, you, you try to evacuate, especially when they were predicting as much rain as that they were predicting at the time. And so there's no, I guess, valor or no badge of honor to say that you wrote out, in my mind, that you wrote out a hurricane. Or there isn't. But that's all I've got for you on that piece, and we'll move on off the topic of uh, common sense or lack of common sense. Uh, the, I found this one, it was interesting too, on the, the Twitter has been... Twitter has been an a excellent uh, source of, of good information here the last couple of days. I've really, it's, it's really been good. That it's, it went good through a good spell, kind of had a drought. Now we're back um, finding some good stuff. So this is great. I want to share this one with you. We probably already heard about this one. But uh, in, the, in the 1990s, this is um, um, Guff Facts, G-U-F-F Facts, at Facts, I think it is. But it's Guff Facts. In the 1990s, a California man, Steve Commissar, C-O-M-I-S-A-R, beginning, began putting ads in national magazines selling solar-powered dryers for $49.95. Customers would then receive a simple clothesline in the mail after they sent him their money. Genius. That guy is genius. It's true. It's a solar-powered dryer. You put your products out in the sun, and uh, on the clothesline, the sun dries them, and uh, hey, you're good to go. So, yeah, it's ingenious. I love it. And, and that's creative. And that's clear back in the 90s, man. Just think today. What, what op, you know, opportunities you can to, to invent something like this, a great product that, you know, quote, unquote, green energy that you can sell. So kudos to, uh, to him. And finally, I'll leave, this one, leave, leave you with this one here. Uh, you know, there's kind of this, these fads, I guess you can say, or... Um, whatever, that people are putting out um, videos of cooking, cooking videos of different things that they do. And, and some of them are, are, are good and you can learn something. And some of them are just outlandish and off the wall and extreme. And, you know, and obviously there's everything in between. 
but one of the things I see is, is that's just absolutely abhorrent, and, and that's people ruining good steaks with some kind of marinade. And I don't see the case for doing that because if you've got a good steak, a good quality steak, then you don't want to taste the beef, right? That's the, that's the whole idea. You want to taste the meat. And throwing a bunch of garbage uh, out of your kitchen in the in a sa- in a baggie and then putting the meat in there and marinating it doesn't make any sense. I mean, a, again, a good steak, the mar the marbling or the fat content is going to carry a lot of that flavor. Now, there's some other things that you can do that make uh, good sense that you can use if you got something a little bit leaner, and, and that's something like a uh, you know maybe you want to uh, baste it in a butter. Uh, compound butter, make it, you know, maybe you can make a compound butter with some flavor or just some regular flavor, but you can do that too. So something that doesn't have as much uh, fat content or marbling, then go ahead and, and just, um, and just use butter. But I think the biggest thing is like, especially with ribeyes where there's a quite a bit of marbling, quite a fat and flavor is just salt and pepper. Just simple. Keep it simple. You don't need to pile on a bunch of stuff for flavor. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. It, it kind of masks it. And I don't understand it. And if you're, if you're paying good money for a, a good piece of meat like that, a good steak, you want to taste that flavor and enjoy that. So don't, please don't cover it up with any sauces or anything else. Um, you know, but, but, you know, use that natural flavoring and that fat. Again, if you, like I said, you want to base with a little compound butter, that's fine too. You know, whether you use some garlic in it or some, maybe some onion or wine or whatever, you know, you're not going to have so much of it that you're going to, you know, cover up that, that flavor, um, you know, or you can use a little bit of, uh, you know, thyme or, or, um, not necessarily thyme, but you know, some other of the seasonings like that, that you can have a little bit of light seasoning and, and not a lot. Uh, and that's the key is you just don't want to overpower, the beef of meat flavor. So take that tip and do with it as you will. But uh, again, there's just no need for that marinade. It just ruins everything. So hope you got some great plans for the weekend. Hope you're doing well, staying safe and staying healthy until next time.